got me on the speaker. What? 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 As we go live with the Freak, freak show, show Jam. What? As we go live with the Freak, freak show, show Jam. jam. Woo! I got no Greek letter. Oh, true. Um, is it pie? I think it might be pie. It could be pie. I don't know, baby. Why don't you know these things? Like, my argument still remains that you know everything. Okay. I, I appreciate that, but no. <laughs> Not quite. Why? What do you mean, why? Yeah. Why don't you know everything? It is pie. Awesome. See? You do know everything. I'm also hungry. <laughs> you want pie? <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind some pie. I want some, I want some like, dinner food. Ooh. Can we tell our peeps where we're going? Absolutely. We are going to dinner. <laughs> yeah, it's right between uh, right between lunch and dessert. Rather, it's right between mid-afternoon snack and dessert. That's where we're going. Yeah. Although I did not have a mid-afternoon snack. I had Chick-fil-A for lunch. Lucky. It was delicious. I had a Cobb salad. Yeah, but you are also driving away. Ain't no, ain't no Chick-fil-A around us for at least like 15 minutes. I want to kind of drive. Yes, yeah, fifteen minutes. Oh, I guess. At least. Guess. I mean, when people when people track like these kind of times, are they talking about from whence you get on the, uh, you know, on the, um, on the highway? Because people be saying like fifty. People be throwing around. The thing it's is, fifteen minutes is ten minutes. I'm like, okay, because I kind of clocked my adventure and I was going as fast as I could, and the whole thing took me like a good half an hour i think the problem is that you are you're east of like the turnpike yeah you're east of stuff but i'm just saying like even when i'm literally right off the turnpike so i'm like two left turns into a turnpike yeah they want you to that's one of those ones that it's like where where you are they want you to use the turnpike yeah they're like roads where we're going you don't need local roads you don't need local <laughs> yeah just hop on the sur- yeah i mean you, i guess we can make you a local road to get to your publics but <laughs> otherwise do you really need one like come on what is we the turnpike called i think the turnpike is called like the fast way the speedy way it has like speedway some, no it has like a like a random little quote or something i know it's the ronald reagan turnpike yeah I don't know what it's called. I believe it's also contiguous with Florida State Road 821. Did you ever see the maps tell you that to get on the 821? Yeah. That's a turnpike. Yeah, that's weird. Um, it's also a random number, but I mean... Is it, though? We also got 874, 826, 836, 878. Yeah, like 84... Um, that one sticks out, 84. Yeah, I-84. Yeah, that's... Uh, oh, I'm talking about State Road 84. State Road 84. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking of, like, the times I've been in other states. It's, like... It's interesting. I can't really recall any... Because, see, when you're talking about... When you're talking about interstate and U.S. route, you know, those are, those are ones that you got to track between states. Listen, I am just glad... That technology has come a long ass way where I don't have to carry a paper map with me. Yo, that's true. When I was a sophomore in high school and I took driver's ed with Mr. Speedy, 
the driver's ed teacher. Mr. Speedy. That was his name. built for it. Yeah. I remember I had to go buy, like, the map of Florida with, like, all the roads. And he would be like, oh, when you go on trips, you have to, like, you know, like, track it down or, like, make notes. And I'm here thinking, like, I have to carry a map with me? Thank you, Google. Or thank you. Who's the creator of Google? Microsoft? No, no, no. Google? I, I don't know who created Google. Thank you, Mr. Google. Yeah. Thank you, Mrs. Google. Because no man knows all that much. Damn. Ah. Damn, <laughs> Thank you, Lady Google. <laughs> Truly appreciate you for making maps of like an electronic thing where I could just plug in my phone and it comes in on my like dashboard. Yeah. <laughs> that that's the best thing about road trips now. You could just connect your phone and it comes on your dashboard. Fucking facts. Yeah. And that was like a mind blow even with um with the first electronic like GPS that we had. Oh my um, goodness, yeah. I remember we had one. Yeah, it was the one it was the one with like the square like, like the rectangular screen. Yeah, yeah. And that shit would take a little minute a little minute to load. Yeah. Technology has come a long way. Yeah, I remember I do remember a trip that we took. I think it was back in like 2K or uh, 01. And we did like use a map and I'm just wondering to myself, like, how the hell did my parents effectively use that map? <laughs> that shit looks in that shit looks impossible. Yeah. I don't know. Especially like from the perspective of seven-year-old me who would have gotten just frustrated and rage quit. With all the lines. <laughs> I, I, I trails. Yeah, I also figure, you know, how like my parents knew I remember when I was first learning how to drive. Uh-huh. That was some shit. Um, cause I would, I would always need, you know, somebody to verify which way I was going. Oh. I can only think of like a handful, a small handful of, of, you know, trips, of driving trips where I confidently knew, you know, where I was going. Or I at least, I'm like, I'm fairly certain that if I make the, this right turn, I'm going to basically be there. And I mean, sure enough, I was there. But are you confident about the trip we're in right now? I'm pretty confident. I was gonna ask you though to. I just took the trip today. I could just tell you where we're going. Okay, solid. <laughs> solid because uh, I have a good idea of it. Yeah, you just yeah. go straight in. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I know the. I know. The, I know that we're supposed to stay on here for a while, and I know what what interstate we're supposed to get on yes and um what exit we're supposed to get off of okay i think i know you're good okay you're good solid yes you're good what would i do without you baby Uh, you'd be lost that's what you'd be (laughs) you'd be driving driving north on the turnpike (laughs) i'd be lost in more ways than one (laughs) um but yeah, I was I was actually watching. What's the name of that guy that I put you on on Instagram? Bo something the Prince, be the Prince. Bo the Prince. Oh, I still have yet to watch some of his more recent. So he has a couple of neat videos, and I, one of the videos that he just posted is like the millennial parent teaching like the child, and the kid is like teaching like trying to like get math, and it's like weird because math math is different now. I was math talking, is different now. I was talking to Diane. My, my my bestie shout out to Diane I was talking to her yesterday and she was telling me how math is no longer like the same math is now different 
You know how I was listen to this, y'all. Hold up, they're they're, they're trying to. Cancel culture is is too is, is has evolved, y'all. They're trying to cancel math. You know how two plus two is four? Shown up better be. No, now it, it it's two plus one plus one is four. Wait, what? Yeah, like they'll break it down like like it's it's the way you analyze things is different. I mean, I guess I used to. I I I mean, I've seen it like that. I remember we used to do a tree. Or not even a tree. It was like a, no, it was a family kind of thing, and so the fa- the uh, the father was uh, four plus two equals six. Okay. Uh, the mother was two plus four equals six. The brother was six minus four equals two, and the sister was six minus two equals four. At least that's how you know. That's how that shit popped off in first grade. You know. What the fuck kind of math are you learning? We didn't do no family tree. I, I think it was just to like, I don't know, maybe to give people like a quick association or something. I don't know. See, math has changed. <laughs> this is also first grade, so or either either kindergarten or first grade. So we're talking ninety nine, two thousand. I don't know. So let's well, see, because when I when I was in school, cursive was still a thing. Same. Cursive third grade. Yeah, cursive was still a thing. Like we were like obligated to like write in cursive. Yeah. To this day, somebody actually called 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 me out on it. They're like, "You write in cursive." Like when I'm writing notes, yeah. I was like, "Yeah." They're like, "Not many people your age write in cursive," and I'm like, "What does that mean?" It's like, it's like, yeah, you're you're a millennial, but you you write in cursive. I'm like, yes, I write in cursive. It's just quicker for me to write notes. That was the purpose of it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But mind you, you know. But see, the way they taught it, it was like so boring. Yeah, like there are many times I don't understand my handwriting either. So it's like, yeah, I'm writing in cursive, but I mean, it might look nice, but I don't know what I wrote. I do recall uh, having some older peers, um, like on the bus. Uh huh. A couple fifth graders when I was in second grade, or fourth. Yeah, Either fourth or fifth graders, but I was in second grade. Okay. And um, yeah, they 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 always had to write in cursive. And you think about it now. Yeah, the purpose of it was to give you something that's a little faster. But a that shit got obsolete quick. <laughs> I remember they taught us did that because around the time, honestly, before. Uh, I was even taught cursive. They always said, you're going to learn cursive in third grade. Okay. And sure enough, we did. But even before that, we were learning... uh, We were dabbling in computers. And um, I was a little ahead of the game because we had a computer in our house. So... And in, like, the gifted class, because gifted was uh, separate, um, in the school that I was in for, for first grade... There were, there were some projects that involved typing. Oh. And so when you have typing, what the hell's the point of cursive? But you know what? You'll be surprised because there's still people that they might be in their mid to late 20s that are not fast typers. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm not talking about that. Right, right. But they're not, not, I'm not used talking about to... speed. No, no, no. But, like, they're not used to typing either. Because that wasn't really a thing. Um, business keyboarding... Uh-huh. That was like a thing in middle school, so... What the fuck is business keyboarding? Exactly that. 
you keyboard for business? Yeah. I didn't take that class, but um, I guess that was the other side of the coin to, like, the technology class that I did take. And I, I, it involved, like, one of the things was involving, like, making you a better typer or something like that. I, I remember having a couple friends who were in that class. Huh. So, yeah, I can understand, because also, you know, there was, like, Mavis Beacon, which I remember my mom having a couple of those, and she's a fairly fast typer. Actually, she's a pretty fast typer. Who, your mom? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I've heard of type sheets. She's a fast typer. So that's, like, a, you know, a thing in those kind of jobs, but even that, just, like, because we also have type to, we also have voice to text, and just so much shit became obsolete. What's funny about that, though, is there was an insistence. When I was in um, in elementary school, there was always an insistence that it's like, yeah, here's this way that's going to streamline things, but you still need to learn this complicated way yeah. because that's the way things still are. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, sure enough, as, we're going, as I'm going into middle school and high school, it's just like, yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> that's bullshit. That's not really the case. Well, shout out to all of my elementary school teachers who would always tell us in math, you're never going to walk around with a calculator in your pocket. And here we are. Oh, my goodness. That's bullshit, too. With calculators in our pockets. So I could see how the education of it has kind of changed because, I mean, considering what can be done, especially on a graphing calculator, although it's not like graphing calculators have gotten cheaper, have they? No. They're, they're certainly not like they're expensive. Yeah, they're they, they've they've always been in like the seventies, eighties, nineties, hundreds. Ah. <laughs> you know a TI. I think I had a TI eighty four. Was it? I don't know. Or an eighty three. And I borrowed. Actually, I was able to borrow because I had free lunch. I was able to you know borrow on some kind of contract um, a TI eighty nine for stats. For, a, for AP stats, but I mean, consider, like, what you're doing in that class. Yeah. And the fact that in the on the test, a lot of the shit, you're, show, you're being shown, we're being taught how to do it, um, you know, all out, or how to work it out and stuff. But that shit is mad time-consuming, and considering all the, you know, the, the test is not short, you do need that calculator. So, yeah, from the jump, uh, them telling us, oh, you're not always going to have a calculator. Yeah, you're not going to need it. And if you do need it, you're going to have it as you go, like, as you're more advanced. In college, you kind of got to have a a graphing calculator if you're a math major, right? Right. Or if you're taking just more advanced math courses. Right. But... It's in now. You know what? Now that I think about it, I've now convinced myself over the course of this uh, of us talking about this, uh-huh. and you haven't even really gotten into into the uh, how math has changed. Because as as uh, like more is being expected of these kids, right? I think so. I think than uh, us. yeah. But I just don't understand how is that math changed. I guess, like you said, they teach you the hard part, or like the the longer way, versus the shorter way. 
Yeah, but that's like I said, that's always been a thing. I, I, I what's what's like especially different? Maybe because two plus one plus one was kind of a thing. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look into it. I don't have kids. I don't have to worry about the shit. I don't know. All I know is that math was never my thing, and then statistics was my thing. I actually did pretty good in stats. Okay. Stats. Your stats was good as fuck. Yeah, my stats was good as fuck. I got you know I got A's in both my classes as undergrads. Awesome. And then with my uh, master's degree, I had a uh, Jesus, my childhood best friend, helped me out. Thank goodness he helped me out because otherwise I would have been stuck. But I also had a good professor. The professor wasn't so much like okay you got the right answer, but like okay you have an idea of what you're supposed to be doing. Okay. Kind of deal. Um, he would for partial credit. Yeah, he was he was very good about that. Like he's like, okay, your answer is off by like one, and but you have a good idea of what's happening. I'm like, oh damn, I messed up. Hmm. Um, and I think I was probably the only student in his class that submitted shit. Like I would legit like scan my notebook paper <laughs> because I would like work it out on my notebook and people would type shit up and upload it in, in words I was like who the fuck does that no I'll put that shit on paper and I'll scan it over to you I um, guess how do you do all that on word I don't know I don't know but I used to send him like a picture of my page with my problem I think I remember that I would put like two problems per page because of how long that shit was I'm not gonna lie, Algebra 2, I had no idea how to do my homework. And I was too lazy and too embarrassed to ask. Why? Uh, Math like, is your thing. Why were you embarrassed? Um, cause like we're in the year and the fact that. Wait, actually, I don't remember. I don't know. The, the book was weird because it was just like a reference book. It wasn't even like a proper textbook. Did it have opposing views of mathematics? It might have. <laughs> I want to. I want to pick know. your brain about that. I don't know if I can get down with you way. know the way that the that the math was being taught to me. <laughs> you know, like the Republicans are saying, you know, parents should have the parents should have the right to, to just go all up in the classroom and uh, approve of what their kids learning. Uh, I was they reading. I'm kidding. I was reading. I think it's in Texas, cause fucking Texas, man. Fucking Texas. Texas is like a whole world. Like I don't know what the fuck is in that water, but um, they're like trying. Like if teachers are found with like a history book that talks about the Holocaust, they need to have a book with opposing perspective. It's like what the fuck opposing perspective do you have uh, on the Holocaust? Yeah, they're gonna have to like, they're gonna have to get like a little mind conf in there. Yeah, like uh. That doesn't make any sense. See, they'll have no trouble finding textbooks opposing the civil rights movement. Ugh. Like, what is that, though? Ugh. Don't, like... Oh, we have to, you know, we have to get the opposing perspective. So that the so that these frail little white children, who aren't even frail, it's just their parents. It's just their parents. This is why white, children white dudes learn. end up being memed into crackers. Might end up what? Memed into crackers. Oh yeah, high key. <laughs> Memed into that's true. I was uh I was on on Twitter because I, I I got the alert on my email that I had like there were some tweets for me to read. Okay. And I think like the number two um trending 
hashtag right now is Trump in hiding. Ha. Uh, and it's like a whole mess of people saying that nobody's heard from him since like Monday. And a whole mess of people talking about how it's been, uh, he doesn't want to go to Virginia. He only wants to go to the red states to campaign. Looks like there's a little backup up here. Yeah, that's what I'm looking up. Oh, jeez. How bad is it? So it's expected to be uh, several minutes, looks like. But yeah. it's not too bad. Yeah. Can you grab it? Oh. I am in charge of our recording device. This never happens, ladies and gentlemen. I am in charge. The podcast is in my hands. She's got the whole pod in her hands. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, baby, what you been watching lately? Oh, my goodness. So, so Grey's Anatomy. Okay. I am a diehard Grey's Anatomy fan. I've been watching it for years. Where are you going, dude? Uh, that's a good question. So, I've been watching Grey's Anatomies for years. 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 And part of the big drama is, you know, Meredith uh, was, yeah, basically, was basically the other woman when Derek was still married with Addison. Oh. Well, it's been years later. And Addison left, I think it was about 16 years ago, she left the show. Oh, damn. Has the show been, have been going on that long? I guess so. I don't know. Oh, well. So, Addison is back. 16 seasons ago is when she left. So, Addison is back. And she just did, like, a whole surgery with Meredith Grey. And she just met the kids that Meredith had with Derek. And it was such an emotional moment. Because they killed off Derek oh. a couple of seasons ago. Um, and he came back last season when Meredith was fighting COVID. Because she was in limbo between dying she was on a ventilator like they really like holy fuck yeah like they really like you know showed like you know what could happen with people with covid Oof. my back hurts a little bit so that's not covid related no not no. at all so she um during the last season Derek came back in like her, her dream telling her she had to decide whether or not she was gonna fight for her life oh look it went down the traffic thing oh awesome He's saying 10 minutes left um talking about how she has to fight for his life, for her life, fight for the kids because they have three kids together. So anyway, long story short, Addison is back. And I don't know if she's back permanently or if she's just back for like a couple of episodes. But it's awesome to see because she actually started off the, like her first line was, oh, so you must be the guys that are screwing up this program or the residency program, which is an iconic line because one of her lines to Meredith when she first met her was, so you must be the... I don't know if she said bitch or you must be the resident that's screwing my husband. Huh. So it was kind of like a ooh, okay. Uh, spicy callback. Yeah. So it was good. So I've been watching Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Um, I've been watching my wife and kids. Nice. That was always that was always a fun one. Yes. And no. Yeah. Because I don't I I don't think I ever realized some of the jokes that were said in the past. I think now that I guess I'm older and I'm like really watching it and just not just like having playing it in the background. Although I'm not gonna lie, sometimes I just have it playing in the background. But some of the jokes did not age well. 
like he really has a lot of like he throws a lot of jabs at Jay for gaining weight like a lot like he makes fun of her weight a lot also like aren't pretty much all the jokes uh, thrown at Junior and um, Claire dumb jokes they are they are like with with Junior is they you know how how he has a big head for no reason yeah um and then with Claire she she is kind of a dud yeah they do the ditzy thing with her and then they do the uh uh dumb but dumb but maybe smart idea but ultimately maybe dumb idea yeah with him I kind of kind of the he's kind of the the Waldo Geraldo Faldo of the yeah. show Yeah, so it's um, it's it's been interesting watching. Like, I, like I'm just like watching, and I go, "Well, that did not age well. That yeah. that just that's that didn't age well at all." But I mean, there were there was a lot of stuff in like well, not a lot of stuff, but there were there were several jokes in one on one that didn't age well either. Oh yeah, but we saw one on one too. What was that? You told me that they were like, "Oh, one on one." I was like, "No." Yes, like, are we gonna watch one on one? And I was like, "No." Yeah, season five. That was the last season? Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad it was. It was the last season because it was just bad. Yeah, so they revamped the show. And yeah, it's not good. It's it's really not good. It's a hot mess. It's... The whole premise of the show was... um, You know, a playboy who's a sportscaster. And his... You know, and his daughter. who's Who's come to live with him. And... You know, the kind of funny situations that comes from that with, you know, with them and Flex's best friend, Dwayne, and, uh, you know, and Brianna's new friends, uh, Spirit and Arnez. But the way that they flipped the show on its head for the last season with Brianna and Arnez moving out to California so that Brianna can start going to this art, this art uh, university... And, um, yes, Arnez just goes with her and they got four new roommates. They definitely turned it into more of like a... They have a microphone. That's what they're doing. It's a Bluetooth microphone. Oh, are they, they might be doing karaoke in there. Okay. All right. Cool. It's karaoke. <laughs> hey. Remember to, to, to ask about karaoke later. Ask about karaoke. Yeah, ask, remind me to ask you about karaoke. Right, okay. Okay. You too, you too, listeners. Remind me to remind him to... Whatever. Karaoke. I just need a reminder about that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm watching that with my, my wife and kids. What else am I watching? I started watching... Um, oh my goodness. So I try to go back to watch One Tree Hill. Oh, I never watched that. I tried, and I was like, wow, this is fucking dramatic. How the fuck did I watch this? But You is back. Oh, okay. You is back. And third season, I think, came out yesterday or the day before. You is back. (laughs) And season four was just renewed. Okay, wow. So they're renewed for another season. So I am excited. Also, we're still in this traffic jam. We, We are. We are, baby, but we got this. We've only been in the traffic jam for seven minutes. Oh. 
Not, not even the full 10 minutes. No. <laughs> we saw a tow truck coming, so we know that they're moving cars. Jeez. Uh. I just wish I knew, you know, which lane is going to be. I guess this one because it's moving faster, right? Yeah. Damn, I should have stayed there. It's a good thing you're doing karaoke in the car because homegirl, poor thing, can't sing. Can't sing. Um, so yeah, so I tried to do One Tree Hill. I couldn't get into it again. Um, there was something else. There is, there's a show on ABC. I think it's called Big Sky. Big Sky. Yeah. That, that's, they're, they're reaching hard for names now. Okay, so. Reaching up. So let me tell you about Big Sky. So Big Sky, Sky. it's about, he's a private detective. I think he used to be a cop or something. He's a private detective. And I think he's separating from his ex or something or other. Um, But he also has, like, he already has someone new. But he's investigating about missing women. And he ends up being, like, caught up in the tangled webs. Like, just in the first episode. And they end up killing him. This oh, is Ryan Philippi. Is that his name? Ryan Philippi? Ryan Philippe? That Maybe. one. Him. Yes. The one that used to be married to uh, Reese Witherspoon? I have no idea. I know who she is, but I, I don't know who he is. Okay, well, he was killed off, I think, in the first episode. Anyway, this, this show is so crazy because there's, like, human trafficking in there. Oh, fuck. Abduction, murder. I couldn't get... I got sucked into it for like the first three episodes, but by the fourth episode, I was like, "There's a lot going on here." What's it, what's it called again? Big Sky. Big Sky. Yeah, I was like, "There's a lot going on," so I was like, "I don't know." I did just finish Squid Game. I still haven't finished the first episode. <laughs> I I know we tried. We tried to watch Squid Game, like I can't. Um, it gets better. It, I'll, I'll try, but it does know. it does get better. It does we'll, get better. Um, I've actually been watching Silicon Valley. Yes, you told me about how good it is every night. Every night? Yeah, well, every time I talk, you're like, oh, I just saw an episode, and it's so good, it's so funny, you should watch yeah, it. Yeah, it is. And I'm just like, eh, I'll pass. Okay, what is Silicon Valley about? Because I'm thinking here about, like, surgeons. No, 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 because you know how Silicon Valley is known for the tech industry? Oh, so it has nothing to do with, like, plastic surgery? Nothing to do with plastic surgery. Nothing to do with, like, silicon? No, no, no. The thing about the silicon, you're thinking of, like, the silicon compound silicone, which oh. is, like, an implants. But we're, this, the, the reason it's called Silicon Valley, again, is because of the tech. Oh. And that tech, I guess, involves silicon. I don't know. Or maybe it's a silicon-rich uh, area. I don't know, but it's about a... It's about a coder named uh, Richard Hendricks. He's he founded a company called Pied Piper, which is supposed to be like an organizing algorithm. It's like a revolutionary algorithm that I need to get in this next lane over. Yeah, it's supposed to be this revolutionary algorithm that because are people being piled into the into the right up ahead? I can't see. Yeah, I see signals to try to get into this lane. Yeah. So you might want to try to stay here. Oh, that's what you're seeing? Okay, fuck. Damn, okay. And see, that up, that up ahead looks weird. I can't see. 
I don't know what that is up up ahead, but I see a Kia in front of me. You see a Kia. It's a blue Kia. It's a nice Kia. Jeez. And red lights. So anyway, it's about him and his friends who, uh, you know, who are helping him out with this endeavor. I forgot if they had, like, uh, endeavors of their own, but they're living in an incubator by washed up, um, you know, washed up tech mogul um, Ehrlich Bachman, who was played by T.J. Miller. Okay. And he he made a thing called uh, called Aviato, which I, I forgot what it was, what it did, but... He sold it for, I mean, enough to basically just live off of and just have, turn his house into an incubator where he can, where he just, you know, houses people and they, I guess, live there. Maybe, I I don't remember if he charges them rent, but he wants, you know, for them staying there, he wants like a percentage of their company. Okay. So he owned uh, 10% of Pied Piper. And Richard was also working at Hooli, which is run by uh, this douchebag named Gavin Belson, who I guess he's supposed to be like some kind of douchey amalgam of Steve Jobs and Bill Gates and other tech guys. Maybe, maybe, maybe Mark Zuckerberg, maybe Elon Musk, too. But he's just like, you know, way more on his face, just douchier. Huh. I um, I will try to watch it. Yeah, I think I think it's funny. I will try it, but is it like funny, funny, or is it like stupid, funny? It's it's really not stupid. It's not stupid, okay? Because you know how I feel about like stupid movies. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's like I can't. I can't with like movies that are like just like stupid jokes, like Step Brothers. I can't. Oh no! I never even saw. I've I never even seen Step Brothers in its entirety. Oh, I can't. I don't know. I, who, I don't know who was watching it the other day. I think it was my sister. And I was just like, I can't. Is it just Will Ferrell's face? It's like, no, no, no puedo. Go away. Go put on an elf costume. Maybe I'll accept you. <laughs> I liked him in um, what was that movie with Marky Mark? Daddy's Home. That was a good movie. I liked him in that. There's a second part. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah, that's true. There's a second part. Yeah, we should watch that. Yeah, we should. We definitely should. I'm trying to get you to watch Camp Rock. We talked about that in last week's episode. Camp Rock. I never saw Camp Rock. It's I think also that very was, cringing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's when the um, that's when the Disney Channel camp and, um, you know, just who I was as a teenager were no longer meshing. Wow, you're watching Cartoon Network instead. I mean, look, I could get into some uh, Sweet Life on Deck. I like that show a lot. Um, Wizards of Waverly Place, I like that one too. But like, I don't know. They just started losing me with the, with a lot of those movies. All that <laughs> shit they were doing with like the Jonas Brothers. There was a lot of Jonas Brothers. Yeah, Way no too much Jonas Brothers. No, thank you. Why? You don't like Kevin Jonas? I don't really care about any of them. You don't like Joe Jonas? Nick Jonas? Just don't really care. And I mean, holy fuck, you, we are still in this fucking jam. You and Nick Jonas have something in common. What? You're both with older women. Hey. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. We're almost in the, in the yellow. 
orange. Because we're in the orange. in the yellow? Not even red. We're in the orange. We're in the orange. It says we have three minutes left. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, can roads... I don't know, stop? Can roads stop? Yeah, can roads... I know, that's that's a dumb thing to just say, but like... I don't know, can we step it up with the damn roads? This is why the uh, this is why the infrastructure bill should be bigger, like way bigger. Oh, yeah, I've also been watching Insecure. I watched season three. I thought the show was over. Turns out season five is coming this year. Insecure. Who's yeah. in that? Issa Rae, uh, Amanda Seals. Did we ever watch that? Together, nah. Um, I always I only ever saw it like on. Because yeah, I was only able I was only really able to watch it on like Direct TV on demand. Is it on stuff. HBO Max? Yes. Okay, so I'll watch Insecure. Both See, of those are. I will probably watch Insecure first before I watch. Oh, you you'll definitely like Insecure more. Yeah, I was watching the other day. Uh, is it Broad City? Broad Girl? What's Broad it? City. Yes. I need to watch the, the series finale. That's like the only one that I'm missing. That was an interesting show. Oh yeah. Uh, I think I saw about two episodes And I was like uh, It gets better too God I hope so Oh you're not you're not into it? I don't know I also started watching Shrill Shrill? Yeah with uh, Andy Andy The girl from SNL Andy I forget her name I don't know The The, the um, What's it called? The small thick white girl? Yeah I can visualize her, but I don't know her name. Yeah, it's Andy something. What did you call her? The the short... The small, thick white girl? Yeah. With the bangs and the long hair? I think she has bangs. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. People be changing. Yeah. But yeah, I uh, I saw... I was watching that, and I think I made it about six episodes in, but I was like... <sighs> she pissed me off every time she would go back to that guy, who basically was just using her for sex. Damn. Piss me off every single time. It's like, why, girl? Why? Why, girl? Come on, you can do better. You know, you deserve better. Yeah. I think it was because of that show that I learned that Plan B doesn't work for women who are over a certain certain weight. Remember that I told you? Oh shit. Yeah, and then I googled it, and apparently it is true. Plan B does not work if if a person is on the it's on the high scale of the BMI. I mean. Hmm. Yeah. Learn something new. Did you Let's learn see. anything? I'm sure. I'm sure I've learned some some new things from Silicon Valley, but I don't remember any of them. <laughs> yeah, because they talk a lot about the about you know tech stuff, the tech business, and I mean that's not it's not like a you know a luxury show. But, it, you know, it, of course, follows, like, the characters' ambitions and stuff. Okay. And their interactions. Um, I think we'll know, have to go to that some, lane. Right? Because people are getting... Can we squish into... Oh, that one? Yeah. Okay, true. Be careful, because homie to, over here yeah, accelerated. To let me in over here. Well, you're going to have to, bro. Baby, I got you. You want me to go sit on his on his car? Hood of the car? 
Because I got you. I'd appreciate that, baby. I'm here for you. I guess I'll let this guy in. But just, just this one. Just this one. Not Hi. you, dog. Not you, dog. It's one at a time. Yep. Come on. This ain't no... This ain't no uh, like this, like uh, the recurring, the, I think it was the recurring joke in Joe Dirt. Mm-hmm. This isn't UNICEF. <laughs> all right, so here we are. We're moving. Hey, all right. Woo-wee. Oh, well, they really put that car up there really fast. Yeah. Oh, damn. They really did a number on it. That car looks fucked up. Completely gone. All right, well, that's a total loss. All right, there it is. You might hear that. A little acceleration on there. A little gas. A little gas. Yeah, a little gas there. You know, we cooking. Uh, add some salt, add some pepper. A little bit of hot sauce. Mm-mm, no, no thanks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people, some of our listeners like hot sauce. Uh, I guess. More of a salt or a pepper type of person, listener. Anchor lets you ask a question, so maybe that'll be the question of the week or something. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah. Oh, have you been putting questions in the past? I have not. Oh. Because it's a recent thing, and I never thought of a question. Oh, okay. Well, you got to put in a question. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that'll be a thing. Uh, the question of the week. All right, so you're gonna have to get over there in like the next three miles because your your okay. your interstate entrance is coming. Gotcha. All right, guys, it's getting fast and it's getting furious here. Here we have Domingo Torres. Gosh. <laughs> I thought it was a uh, Ron Barreto. <laughs> Ron Barreto. Yeah. What else are you watching? Ooh, sorry. So, what else are you watching? Uh, sometimes I also do watch the uh, the Pokemon anime. Okay. It can be a little hard to watch, though, because, I mean, I go in knowing that to expect tons of camp. It's super campy. It's super cheesy. You know who's mad annoying, though? Who? Oh. Team Rocket. Well, they've always been annoying, though. Like, they just derail episodes in such a boring way. And, you know, it's fucked up, too. Are they siblings? I have no, no. No, they're not siblings. They're not siblings. They are not siblings. I thought they were siblings. No, they met They met through their work. They met through their work for Team Rocket. Are they a couple? They've been shipped together as a couple, but I don't think they're, like, officially a couple. Oh, it's very dark here. Yeah, a little bit. But I should be on the right, you said? Yes. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay, I see that. Uh, let me just get one right. One mile till uh, the next road that I need to get on. Yeah. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us through this uh, through this traffic jam. <laughs> I mean, there there's like radio shows that are traffic jams, right? Thank you know, the five o'clock traffic jam with Power ninety six, right? Yeah, that's that, that's not a yeah. show. Like, it's not so much of a show as it is a, a yeah, it's a just mix. like a DJ mix. Yeah, uh, I've never been into radio DJ mixes. I mean, sometimes they're good ones. It's just that they be cutting like at the good part of the song that you want to hear, and then they just play some shit you don't want to hear. 
Okay, fine. They'd be cutting at the part of the song that I want to hear, and then they play some shit that I don't want to hear. There you go. Yep. Does that feel better? Do you feel better now? I do. Okay, good, good. I felt so personally targeted. Good, good, baby. I'm proud. I'm proud of you. I am proud of you. So, um, yeah, I just I get so annoyed when Team Rocket comes through because it's like, okay, well, you know, we're doing something that involves I don't know, just anything that that showcases like you know people in Pokemon living together, which is. What makes the anime fun, right? Right. Wait, if it's... You're good. Okay. Yeah, that's what makes the anime, the, the Pokemon anime fun, right? The one on the left is the express lane. You're not taking the express gotcha. lane. Gotcha. Okay. All right, we're doing great, guys. Yes. And and gals and uh, non-binary peeps. We're doing fantastic. Fantastic. Did you say hot pocket? Yeah. <laughs> hot pockets. Alright, so the uh, anime. Oh yeah, that's true. But then again, Team Rocket just comes in to just be annoying and try to steal Pokemon. And it's just like what's the point at this point? Yeah. And what's what's it mad annoying about that? I'm here just like, how has Team Rocket never, you know, been compelling? Because I'm also watching like more recent anime. It's not like I'm going back and it's like how has it never changed and I'm like watching season one of course it hasn't changed season one but like my mask fell uh, it fell somewhere here because I had it here like plenty of viewers plenty of viewers who their favorite part of the show is Team Rocket and I'm just like okay never mind Team Rocket's never going away yeah I don't know yeah, and they're like super popular in Japan I'm just like, bro, go away. <laughs> go away. Because like, in the current anime, like, Asha's goal is to win the world coronation. Okay. Which is supposed to be like, the obviously, the, it's the world coronation, so it's supposed to be the biggest tournament in the world. Okay. But we don't even see that much battling. Really? Yeah. There could be like full episodes where ain't no battling. So what is that episode Which about? I get it, but you know, just because it's also he's traveling with Go, who his 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 ambition is to capture. He he wants to catch one of every Pokemon, and his his number one goal is to catch Mew. So he made his goal to catch one of every Pokemon on his way to catching Mew. Um, which whatever, I good I can buy it. I can buy it. And they have also a friend, Chloe, who's an old childhood friend of, of Go. Well, I mean, they're still children, but, you know, a longtime friend of Go's. How old are they supposed to be? They're supposed to be 11, but also, like, not because, it, you know, obvious time has passed since Ash was going through the Indigo League in the Kanto region. But yeah. he's still shown to be, like, the same age. It's a floating timeline. It's supposed to be unclear on purpose. Where are their parents? Well, you do see Ash's mom from time to time. And the the professor, Professor Cerise is Chloe's dad. So, I mean, that, that answers that. Okay. But Go's parents apparently work for, like, 
one of the radio companies or one of the one of the communications companies in uh, in the Kanto region. So they're always busy, and, a, and a, an episode is dedicated to showing that that is the case. So I'll give them that. So there, there's definitely plenty of compelling episodes, but it's also like nine B. Okay, it's also like there's there could be so much fucking filler, uh. and there always has been. But that's you know that's how they fill out anime that go year round and go for hundreds of episodes you know for a saga a saga yeah huh. I mean One Piece has Look, I'm Kaiser pretty sure well is, over is hiring staff you think they'll hire me there's a wait they have a hiring sign on the fucking highway it says hiring faculty now okay. not on the highway but on their electric thing Okay, I was gonna say like. All right, so not here, right? No, the next one. Okay. We got this, baby. Should I get off, or should I get onto the next lane? No, you're good here. Okay. Awesome. I am We're the best. We're doing it, guys. I'm the best co-pilot in the world. Peeps. You are. Yeah, yeah. Shit, I'd say you're usually a better pilot than I. The better pilot? Yeah. I might be. <laughs> I might be. Just because, you know, I, I think I drive a lot more than you do. You do? Wee. I drive a lot more than you do. So. Yeah, you, you, hadn't you, you were saying that you had, like, gone this route earlier? I did this route earlier, but I got off on, like, two, three stops over. Okay. Should I be in, on the, one of the left lanes? On the far left. Far left. That way, that when you when you do the turn, you're gonna be on the far left, and you can just go into the plaza. Sounds good. Um, and since we're almost there, I guess I'll save the you know the whopper of shows that I've been watching. Which we're not doing for dinner. <sighs> That's we're not, true. We're not doing whoppers. But the whopper of the of you know what the show that I've been watching. For the for that next uh, that next segment, what I will say is, it's also watching like Silicon Valley and Insecure. It's also watching these after, you know, watching them more regularly earlier in their run Mm -hmm. during that time, and then going basically years. Because Silicon Valley has been over for like a year, like a year or two now, maybe three, Uh, six seasons. I think I mean, it might be a lot longer. It's been gone. That doesn't make sense. No, because I think it started in like 2012, maybe 2013. Yeah, it had to have started around 2013 because that's when one of the characters who... Uh, one of the actors who was in season 13, he passed uh, during... Like, while the season was airing. Who? Christopher Evan Welch. Huh. Yeah, and so a couple of the... A few of the season two episodes. Um, and honestly, this, the consequences are into season six. Technically into season six. Um, as far as the... Like, the consequences of his passing. It doesn't, like, ripple a ton. But the changes that that come about with his with the character's passing do you know do play at least even a minor role in the next several scenes should i just be in that lane no you're good here okay remember i'm gonna turn left 
Well, yeah, I'm saying like these, like of the, you know, that's why. Um. Um, as for insecure, I mean, like I said, it's, I just found out that it's still ongoing. But seasons one through four are on there, and I had watched seasons one and two, you know, around the time that season two had just freshly aired. Yeah, Issa's a fun character. She's just so much fun. And I'm not gonna lie, while I didn't much like Molly in season one, I do like her a lot more in season three. Okay. Yeah. I like, um... I don't know, because she was always pretty business-minded and pretty, pretty, like, just shown to be ambitious. But I guess... I guess the way she's shown, you know, not only doing it, but also having to deal with it and just just shown, you know, her her feelings about it all. I just enjoy more in season three. Because hmm. it's not like she's it's not like she's, you know, less less uh. cutthroat. She's honestly cheap. She pulls a couple cutthroat business moves that I, I can't say I can't say I blame her for. In season three, that you know, generally she'd be encouraged not to, she'd be discouraged from doing, because, and they they do a good job of not banging not banging over the head. She's a black woman, and so she's expected to do. They just kind of show you. They don't they don't do too much telling. They do more showing. Mm-hmm. And it, I I really appreciate it. I really appreciate again how they portray it, how she deals with it. Okay. And just the, the the maturation of several characters in season three, I, or the, the the demonstration of their maturation, I really appreciate it. And that's having liked season one, seasons one and two so much. So I'm looking forward to when I start season four. That's All right. definitely. Well, I'm gonna start watching Insecure. Highly recommended Insecure. I just saw the cast list of Silicon Valley, and there's a couple I don't like their faces. Oh, uh, like who? Uh, T.J. Miller. Yeah, he's not the he's not a very likable character in there either. Um, there was another. He's a, he's, he means so well, but he's also supposed to be unlikable. T.J. Miller is also kind of good at uh, unlikable characters. Okay. Yeah, because I'm like having to turn here, but also. You know, having to turn not too slow so that the people behind me don't smash into me. Uh, very importante. Quite. Um, Kumail Nanjiani is hilarious in it. Um, Martin Starr is hilarious. Jimmy Yang. His character is pretty frustrating. Also, Zach Woods from The Office. I don't like his face. I saw that. Yeah, Gabe. Yeah. I would say that he can be... He can be a much more awkward character than Gabe, but he's definitely much just cooler. Okay. Like, just more likable. Maybe not cooler, but more likable. Okay. I remember when I first saw him in, in the in the League. I think his character in the League, it was like a one-off character. I think he's way worse than uh, Jared. And a little bit worse than Gabe. Hmm. But I like Jared. Okay. Jared did something in epi- in season six, episode two, that very much surprised me. Or was it season six, episode one? One of those two. 
but season six very much surprised me. But that's all I'm gonna say. And we're gonna we're gonna stop for now because we're gonna go eat. <laughs> we'll see you after this uh, message from our sponsor. You want flan? I may I might want flan. Well, follow us, mama.lc.flan. We'll have flan on call. No, we don't. But we can put an order within the next forty eight hours. We'll have flan for you. <laughs> very nice. I love the way you opened it. You want flan? <laughs> Bro, you want flan? Bro, you sure? Because you came into a flan store. <laughs> There's flan art all over the place. Flan is on the name of the shop. So you so you sure you don't want flan? Okay. Yeah, I, I, I thought I thought you would. Alright, let's do this. We gonna do it. Hello. And we are back. You might hear a little shuffling in my hand there. That's because the podcast is transitioning over to my hands again. Wow. <laughs> I caught ghastly. And Super Elsie has caught a ghastly. I did. It's a weird oh, thing. This motherfucker's coming up on me quick. Yo, at least yeah. buy your fucking dinner. Honestly. That's my ass we're talking about. <laughs> your face. <laughs> Alrighty. So, what's going on, baby? How was dinner? Jeez. Dinner was delicious. Mmm. Yes, we went to this Japanese buffet. It was delicious. They got the motherfucking selection of sushi. They did. I had their fried rice with their Ben Ben chicken and their... I think it's what is it, sweet and sweet and garlic chicken? I know I had some of that honey chicken. That one. That's the one it was. Uh, um, I had some of their butter mushrooms, but except I didn't have the mushrooms, I had the broccoli. Yeah, I was thinking to myself, like, where did she get that broccoli? Because I didn't see no broccoli over there. <laughs> but it turns out it was with the butter mushrooms. Yeah. So I couldn't have that. Sorry, baby. Damn shame. No broccoli for Cyrex. No, no rest for the sick. <laughs> the office. Well, you really did like record a lot over here. Yeah. So as we were going in, I guess I didn't uh, close my screen, and I hit record again. Yeah. So we just recorded basically three minutes and some change. Wow. Of yeah, uh, just pure shuffling and nonsense. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's like it's eating it up. Yeah, it reminds me of Pac-Man. Actually, I was looking at my ways the other day, and my ways, my car is a Pac-Man. Oh, nice. It's like eating the road. <sighs> but the food was good. That, I don't recall him being that animated with it. Ways? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the food was delicious. Are you taking a turnpike yes. or the other one? It's the other way. Uh, you have to go all the way to the Palmetto. Oh, jeez, no. <laughs> no. No. I was just joking about taking the scenic route. Fuck oh, that. Okay. <laughs> all right, so then um, get to your right. Oh, even okay. Uh-huh. Further right. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta take the uh, what's it called, the Dave Rubin route or the cinema route. So I had, uh, they had this sweet rib 
Some of it got stuck in my teeth, though. How was it? Because I saw it and I was like, mm, maybe, but I'm not much of a ribs person, per se. The, I don't know, the way, the way I see, like, sticky ribs and, like, Asian cuisine is cool, but it's not my favorite. I prefer, I much prefer it in Southern American cuisine, like, Southern American in, in American cuisine from the <laughs> South. Okay. Or, uh, you know, just American barbecue, you know, Texas, uh, Kansas City. Because here is a little bit kind of like sweet, right? Yeah, it was a little sweet and it was also like, the sauce was like fully caramelized. Like, it's not like, oh. which I mean is a good thing, but you know, you're not getting a whole lot of sauce on there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's dry. It's not dry. It's not like saucy. Like it's you're not gonna, saucy. Yeah, it's saucy. It's not saucy. <laughs> it is absolutely not saucy. Okay. But the sushi was delicious. They have a roll. It's a, it's a kani roll. It's the imitation crab. A what roll? Kani. I heard Kanye. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> we named sushi rolls after like rappers, huh? Okay. There's the Kanye roll, there's the Jay-Z roll, there's the MF Doom roll, <laughs> the Talib Kweli roll, the Megan the Stallion roll. <laughs> so what rolls did you have, baby? Uh, that one that makes you go, eh, no, let me stop. What? Because <laughs> Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Also, I, I botched her little, I botched her little call that I... Mine sounded way more like I was retching. Every time I see her, like, eh, I think of Kylo Pratt in a one-on-one. True. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Alrighty. So what did you have? I don't care for that ad-lib anyway. <laughs> so I had, like I said, the Connie roll. Okay. Um, I had uh, some California rolls. Which, let's keep it real. Those are, like, very similar. The main ingredient is the crab, or the imitation crab, and um, it's just in the California roll, there's just some more going on. Okay. You know, a couple vegetables, whereas on the Connie roll, it's more like uh, Connie cake and uh, and the roll just kind of tied together with some uh, with some seaweed. Which was the one that you had that was basically a piece of shrimp? That's just the shrimp roll. Oh. Yeah. But is that shrimp like cooked? I believe it is. I believe it is the cooked ebi roll. Oh. Ebi is shrimp. Okay. And it comes with the two tails oh. that I take off. <laughs> so it's uh, swim away. I gotcha. That too. <laughs> yeah, I just figure you. I just figure you're probably not supposed to eat those. Yeah. What's in it? In, in that though, it's like the two shrimps and what else? It's just the shrimp and the and the rice that's just like pressed on there. Wow. Yeah, real classic. Like, it looks good. It's a very classic preparation. Like it's, I think that's more traditional. Like just the the meat like pressed on top. Okay. On, on top of a pressed rice bowl, I think that's more traditional than like the rolls that we see here, with the rice on the outside and the. It's like surrounding the uh, the seaweed. Uh huh. I think those are a lot like generally more American rolls. Okay. Or like more American style rolls or whatever. I don't know a ton of the about the history of sushi, but yeah, 
there was also the I tried a Mexican roll with, that may have had poached shrimp on it. I don't know. <laughs> the jury is still out on that. But it was was good. it good? Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, I had two Philly rolls. Nice. We're good. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't venture too far out. I, I stuck mostly with. What you didn't I, have the octopus, the one that you always got. Yeah, last couple times it wasn't good. So. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, there's a little jump here. Oh, because <laughs> I saw the cars doing it. Ah. Uh, for the heads up, baby. I appreciate you. Gotcha, baby. <clears throat> so, there's a show that I've been watching. Uh, it's on Hulu. <gasps> Which one is it? So, I mean, I'm sure I've mentioned it on the show. I am a huge fan of Wu-Tang and American Saga on Hulu. Yes, he is. That shit is my jam. That must mean that it's very well put together. It's very well put together. Oh, okay. And it's really cool because you get to see a lot of the, like, in, like, you know, a lot of the inner workings. Mm-hmm. You get to see, you know, kind of stuff that was going on in their lives as they're putting together this album because the last few episodes like season two has been about getting the group together and at the pace that it's going i want to i want to say that it's going to involve i want to say that by this by the end of season two you know um 36 chambers will be approaching release if not out What we saw in season one was foundational stuff. It was a lot of the the group, especially the, the seven that we were following. You know, um, it was showing everybody dabbling in rap. And it was showing some taking it seriously, like with like Rizza and Jizza. Or Not the, RZA as I was reading it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. When I when I first got into the Wu Tang, um, it looked like RZA to me too. Okay, so. I'm glad. Thank you, baby. Yeah. Thank you for that vote of confidence. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's real though. So, the first season definitely dealt with a lot of, like I said, foundational stuff, and it showed it showed RZA and Jizza's earlier experiences with the record label. With RZA as Prince Rakeem signing to Tommy Boy, and they did a single deal with ooh, with an option for an out al- with an album option. Okay. But the 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 label didn't didn't opt in for the for the album because the single didn't move well. And we also see bits of, and I I wish they would would have shown this a little more. So that they could show like how this was affecting him too, Jizz's experience with Cold Chillin' Records, because he got to do an album. Oh. Yeah, he got to do as the genius. He got to do an album called Words from the Genius. 
And both of those, both Words from the Genius and Ooh, We Love You, Rakim, the single, came out in 91. Oh. So it's definitely, much of that is definitely taking place in 91. And we see the, we see them touring. Maybe Tommy Boy and Cold Chillin' were, you know, owned by the same major label because they got to tour together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um... I think that they were opening for Naughty by Nature. But I think they were touring as separate acts featuring on each other's songs too. And they had, um, you know, they were performing on, I think it was a song called All In Together Now, which was the three, the, the two of them in ODB, their cousins. Okay. Yeah, and they. Like if you read about if you read about the clan, like you see about how they were, you know, they were together in different forms, and um, their ties go back further than rap. Mm-hmm. You know, RZA just and ODB being cousins, they had uh, they've been rapping together for of course the longest of, uh, but they've also what is it? They were also like a group together. It was like Force of the Imperial Master. But you don't really see that, so I guess it was like really unofficial. You don't see too much of that, and like their... Everybody's stage name is also really unclear at first. Like, I don't know that... In season one, I don't know that we know that Bobby is Bobby Dynamite until they go, like, to to do this, this showcase. Or like this talent show or contest or something. And uh, Dennis, you know, rather Ghostface is going by D Lover, and they're the main ones that the show is following from the jump because of their, I guess, because of how close their families were. Mm-hmm. So from the yeah from the first episode, you see a lot of RZA, Ghostface, and Divine, uh, RZA's big brother. But you also see again everybody. Everybody that they've shown, RZA going by, going by uh, Bobby Dynamite, and then later Prince Rakeem, uh, Jizza going by Allah Justice, and then Allah Justice, and then The Genius. Um, ODB was going by Unique A Song. Method Man was Shotgun. Raekwon was just Shah. I, I don't really know what Shah means, but. I know that this car behind us is really close. Yeah. Like, they've been close for a while. And there are some dips over here, too. Anyway. Um, let's see. Inspector Deck goes by Rebel. And they show him later, too. Okay. Like, he killed, I think they bring him in at, like, maybe around, like, episode four or five. And he's he's not like the most prominent character, although he's definitely getting a bigger role now in season two. But he's all, he's also got a different actor now. Why is it a different person? So Joey Badass, the rapper, was taken was was uh, portraying Inspector Deck throughout season one. It seems that he took a role on Power Book Three, Raising uh... Kanan. So they got Uyoada Udi. Well, we mentioned on a few, you know, a few episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. 
I really like the, the direction that they've gone in this season. It's definitely a different portrayal of like that character. Oh, wait. Should I not be here? It's up to you. Is this, uh, does this have tools or extra tools? I don't know. I think they're just still working on this. Okay. Right. I don't think it does. Florida, number one state with most tolls. Yeah, Florida is crawling with corruption, but most most of y'all listening already know that. <laughs> crawling. It's almost like it's almost like the corrupt people are the bug type because they're crawling. Well, damn. Yes. And 
then in this last episode that I, or not the most current at the time of this, you know, at the time of this episode, which I guess won't be that current, like, it'll be even less current at the, at the time of this episode, you hearing this episode. <laughs> right? Yeah. Long-winded way to say... We're recording it, this early. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I believe the next one that I, that I have to watch is episode 8. So in episode 7, it's involving, like, everybody... Excuse me. Wait, aren't there 10 episodes? Yes. We're ready towards the end? Yes. What the hell? Right? Yeah, um... And I get it. They, they, they definitely built that excitement by bringing out three episodes at the same time. Yeah. But yeah, it does make the, the schedule shorter. Puts them on an eight-week schedule rather than a ten-week schedule. More like a seven-week. No, ten. I mean eight. Because three, oh, four, yeah, five, yeah. six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> so, uh, it was a lot of them trying to get Protect Your Neck out there. So it involved you, God. Um, Method Man, Old Dirty Bastard, and Inspector Deck going to a college campus and trying to talk to like the, the radio station there, which didn't work out, but they ended up at a party. And um, they... That is bright as fuck. It is. Yo. So, oof, geez. So the power goes out. And they start rapping to uh, ODB beatboxing. And when the power comes back on, you're like, yo. Oh, no, I think there was a, there was a small mishap, but it wasn't, it wasn't the power going out. Because they're like, yo, you like this? You like, uh, you like us rapping just now? You're going to love this. And they play Protect Your Neck. And um, the shit spreads through like, uh, you know, like wildfire throughout the campus. And they get played through that. Um, what's it called? They also got Ghostface and Raekwon calling all the all the radio stations they can call with Cherie, uh, Riz's sister, and Ghostface's baby mama, um, helping them out. And let's see, I think Riza and yeah, Riza and Divine were at a convention. They were at like some music convention. And so they all meet some good connects and it really shows like a matter of everybody finding a prospect and it all coming together um, with them being played on, I think they got played on Hot 97 at the end of the episode. Definitely on the Stretch and Bobito show, which was pretty significant at the time. The who on what show? The Stretch and Bobito show. Bobbito, Bobbito. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not too familiar with them, but like in the '90s, they were they were a pretty significant radio show for like breaking new songs in New York. Oh, okay. Cool. You know, and uh, for, for all AC you youngins, on? huh? Should I put the AC on, oh, youngins? Yeah, sorry. Girls like here, like a big potato. Oh, sorry, baby. <laughs> for all you youngins. Uh, New York is was back then what Atlanta is now, as far as hip hop goes. Like all the hottest stations were in New York, especially once 
once Wu-Tang and Biggie and Nas, you know, once those three, once those three acts were really getting big, that's how, that's how you knew New York was like that for real, for real. It was undisputable that New York once again had control of hip-hop. Because we're also coming off, like, the, the, the era, the early, like, hip, uh, the early Wu-Tang era that we're in right now, uh, as far as the show, honestly, even though acts like, like, A Tribe Called Quest and Brand Nubian and, um, and main source were like really doing shit at the time you know third base uh, leaders of the new school you know groups like that this is this is the chronic era you know the, like what time frame are we talking about like here we're talking 92 93 so Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg are running just about every radio station that's not in New York. Okay. Like, which is a significant thing in um, in episode one, which almost entirely takes place in Steubenville, because that's where that's where RZA and Ghostface uh, were living at the time. Whatville? Steubenville, Ohio. Okay. Yeah, I I was surprised as to how. I, I don't know much about Steubenville. I know that that's... Unfortunately, what I know about Steubenville is that's where like, a serious rape case took place where where the dudes basically got away with it because uh, they didn't want to ruin their futures. Uh, These promising young football players, we don't, you know, we don't want to ruin their futures. How do you spell Steubenville? <laughs> Excuse me. S-T-E-U-B-E-N-Ville. tell y'all that this uh, this drive coming was definitely uh, much quicker than the drive going. <laughs> yeah, so in Steubenville, they're talking about uh, Ice Cube. Ice Cube was one of the biggest uh, rappers at the time in Ohio. Okay. Which is uh, significant for him. You don't have a signal, bro? It's a significant thing there, too, because... Um, this, this was already like Ice Cube had in in those couple years firmly established himself as a solo force of his own because he left NWA in 89 I drove through Steubenville oh nice when I went to Akron cool I mean I think I just like passed through when I saw the exit probably yeah but yeah apparently it's a very diverse town yeah. or diverse city and uh there's a significant, uh, a significant black population up there, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a, there's some fuckery with that too, because, I mean, we know that historically, you know, most black people up until 1870 were in the South. Huh. You know, there were some in the Northeast, but most black people were in the South. Uh, especially at that time, most black people in America were enslaved. Right. But there were there were large like there, these two things called great migrations, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
that took place, I think, in the later part of the 1800s, later part of the 19th century, um, in which a ton of a ton of African Americans moved to the Midwest. So you know, Ohio, I guess, Western Pennsylvania, um, Illinois, Indiana. Illinois and Indiana were like because I mean Gary okay. um, I went from a baked potato to a cold potato huh. who's honking oh like why are y'all so aggressive you know that this COVID uh, location is a COVID testing location is 24-7 Oh wow! I did not know that. Yeah, hold on. Because you, you, I don't think you can book appointments twenty four seven. Well, it, it says there's a sign there that says open twenty four seven. That's cool. There's people in there. Okay, I mean, I, I always thought there was like administrative staff, but I thought they were, I thought they were like counting, no, counting no. and organizing tests. No, oh, there's no. like people getting tests. Yeah. Nice. Get oh. you a test if you haven't, uh, you know, if you feel sniffly. Um, you ain't vaccinated, get you a test. Get you a vaccine? I mean, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna turn. We're, We're gonna, gonna turn. turn. That was not very... Not very climactic, right? Yeah. Like uh, how slow this cop is going. <laughs> well, you gotta go 35 miles per hour, so just stick with your. Yeah. You should be good. You should be good. Um. All right. So, are you liking? So, you're liking the show thus far? Oh yeah. Sorry, so, I strayed from uh, the history that I was talking about. So you, I'm loving the show so far. So you owe me right now an episode. Is that what you're trying to tell me? That is absolutely correct. <laughs> yes, because Super Elsa doesn't watch this. Super Elsa reads about this because I get commentaries and videos and reactions. Yeah, hook it up with that commentary. Yes. You're also behind on that other show. Oh, Zenkaiger. I'm way behind on Zenkaiger. Yeah. I saw the auntie haircut. Right? Yes. <laughs> That was funny. Yeah, so in so the the Gokaiger Kaizoku Sentai Gokaiger is having a movie. They're 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 coming back with a movie. I mean, they're not like you know doing another season or anything, but they're coming through with the movie, uh, a ten year reunion movie. And so um, you know, there's been promo pics and trailers, and so they have. There was a post on Instagram. It was a what was it? It was like a picture of the team in 2011 and a picture of the team in 2021. And Gokai Silver Speed definitely had, changes here. Yeah, like uh, he had like a grandma hair, not not a grandma haircut. He had a auntie hair. He had, he had that auntie haircut. <laughs> that was funny when you told me. I was like, okay, and then you sent me a link. I was like, oh, okay. Absolutely. I see what you mean. Yeah. And it's that, like, golden girl auntie haircut, too. Yeah. That, like, that white girl haircut. 
<laughs> I'm just saying, uh, what's stylish for like, uh, what's stylish for white aunties, maybe that's also just the style for, you know, for hip Asian dudes. Hip Asian dudes. Yeah, hip East Asian guys. Guys who are hip, who are of East Asian descent. Huh. Perhaps. Gentlemen who are uh, with the Times. With the Times? Yeah. But not the New York Times. Oh, nah. <laughs> nah, the New York Times is too corporate for them. <laughs> it's, 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 too, uh, it's too operated by the man. Ah, we got a little thing here. Ah. Yeah, I hate these. We got a little thing here. <laughs> hate those. We got another one. We got another one. And I think we have another one up ahead. We do. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna turn because I don't have patience for this. <laughs> do it, baby. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we, we go, go again. again. So, um, well, yeah, I guess that's all I had to say about the show so far. But yeah, the the that first great migration was into the Midwest. Okay. Which is, you know, part of why we see such a significant um, African American population in cities like Chicago and Flint and Detroit and Minneapolis. Um, but also into the second great migration was to the West, which is why we see so many, which is why we see such a larger. Uh, concentration of African Americans in in the Bay Area and in LA. And you didn't uh, let me catch that poker stop. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can go back. No. Sorry. Go on, yeah. Bay Area. Uh, what, I'll, what I'll do is uh, I'll get. We can get the one in the cove. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, Crap, what was I talking about? Bay Area. Yeah. So also, you know, Seattle. Well, probably probably less so in the Pacific Northwest, but yeah, definitely still. Also, people be doubting, but there's like, you know, people can characterize some states and like some areas as being black, but like, make no mistake, there's black people everywhere, y'all. Yeah. Can't stop. Won't stop. It's bad boy. <laughs> Alright. So yeah. Can't stop. Won't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Won't stop the beat. Won't stop the, the. Can you are you able to get the stop? For for me? Yeah. Uh yeah, when you turn. Well, you should be in range now. Oh. Yeah, I got it. You got it. I got it. How many, uh, how many, how many on there? Are there on there? They're in, it's like, it's, it's, it's by yellow. the yellow team. Yeah, yeah. how many? There's like four in there. Eesh. Never mind. Yeah, it's like four in there. I was thinking about like walking over here earlier. Uh-huh. To, uh, to beat this gym myself. And I could have, but it would have taken a few minutes, so I didn't. Yeah. Y'all play some Pokemon Go. Holla at your boy. Holla at your peeps. Holla at your favorite podcast hosts. 
hosts. Hosts. Hosts. Right? Like, Words like that are awkward. They are. STS. Whatever happened to STS, the rapper? I haven't heard from him in years. You know, I don't appreciate people who do half-assed jobs when they're decorating for it with Halloween nights. Like, if you're going to do a half-assed job, why the fuck are you decorating? I mean, just so you know, enough for the kids, but, you know, also enough that I don't have to do too much. Uh, hold on, why are you talking to me, dude? <laughs> oh, is Team Rocket trying to, trying to confront you? No, the, the little the dude. Professor? Yeah. So, is this what we have to do now? We have to, like, you know... Safe parking spots and then like switch out. I mean, high key tag team. In this, in this, uh, in this little uh, complex, kind sometimes. You can still park on the side, right? Though. Yeah. Oh. You know, I saw something about like have guests having to register a spot, and I'm just like, yo, this is out of hand. That's a lot of like. Nonsense. Yeah, like we don't even have that shit in my, in my community. Like somebody, somebody clearly is being paid off with the towing trucks. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I live in an HOA, and um, a lot of people don't like it. HOAs suck. Uh, yes and no. I, it, my HOA, I like it because I don't have to worry about the landscaping. They do it for me. Okay. Uh, maintenance outside, they do it for me. The painting, they do it for me. I don't have to worry about that shit. Okay. You, you get me? Yeah. And it's a, it's a, it's a closed, it's a gated community. True. Um, they actually call when guests come in. Oh yeah. Versus yours, where they just let everyone in. I'm like, I wonder what's that, what that's like. Yeah. So I like that about my community, and we have the revolving security guards. Who are like, we'll see them, like, go. Like, when we are decorating for Halloween, we saw homie. Like, he was like, you guys are making progress really quick. Because <laughs> he, he drove by, like, eight times. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, I like that. Oh, I like that projector. That red projector. But. But um, a lot of people don't like HOAs. Because if, if you're living in an HOA, there are certain things that if you want to do to your house, you have to request permission. Yeah, very restrictive. Right. With what's supposed to be your property. Right. But if you're buying an HOA, this is what you get. And a lot of people don't understand that. People get upset like, oh, because it's my home and I'm paying for it. I was like, yeah, but when you purchased the house, you knew there was an HOA. They give you the bylaws. But it's also like... I, it's also like this is bullshit because it's like oh no i i think that com- the new regulation here of people can't park like across the driveway is kind of stupid Hella because stupid. parking is already limited as it is in your community very like i think you have at most if i say 30 spots that's too many i don't think you guys even have 30 spots i doubt it but it's it's ridiculous so i think you need to refine your neighbor on the front who has one car yeah and see if he'll hook you up with the other side of his driveway. <laughs> this is also bullshit because of the, like, people are being kind of forced into HOAs. Uh, yeah, a lot of. A uh, lot of people are being forced in because a lot of, like, I don't know. It, it seems like the, it seems like there's, like, land developer politics going on here. Yeah. Like, de- maybe developers and, like, real estate companies or conglomerates or some shit like that are teaming up. 
and they're buying huge swaths of land and developing on Oscar it. Oscar is not fully on his driveway. He's he on is. the sidewalk. Oh, true, but I, I, I doubt that. I doubt that counts because it's like also. Because it's also one car, like, that's mostly on the driveway. Yeah. But, yeah, people get kind of forced in with limited with limited options because so many companies are looking to make a profit off of this. Yeah. I don't know. I, I live in an HOA. I, yes, there are times that I don't like it. There are times that I don't despise care for it. Despise it. Yeah, there are times I despise it. But you know what? I think the best way, if you don't like your HOA, is get involved. And I, I get involved. Like, what? You need a volunteer? I'm there. Because I like to know how things work or what's going on. That's just me. I suppose. Yeah. Let me give you your phone back. Give me back the power! <laughs> and that's our show for this week. Yes, we're keeping it clean. We're stress-free because we know that we stress y'all with politics. Hell, we stressed ourselves when we're doing the research for that. Somewhat, yeah. Yeah, so we'll bring that out next week again. But this week, keep it like chill. It's a vibe. Thank you for joining us on our traffic jam. Oh, it's always a vibe with us, baby. It's always a vibe, yeah. We got all the vibes. We have all the vibes on Earth. We're we're, we're hoarding them. We have a monopoly on vibes. Monopolio. All right, baby. Well, remember to follow us. Of course, follow us at the at the Freak Show podcast. Follow us super underscore Elsie. Follow Cyrex MC and our amazing sponsor for flans, Mama dot Elsie dot flan, flans, mini flans, flan bites, tiramisu, and more flan. I love that. Oh, you're so cute. Hype. Hi, baby. Spring it. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Got me on the speaker. 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 What? As we go live at the Freak Show Jam. What? As we go live at the Freak Show Jam. Woo!